0: This is Good Riddance, the podcast. Yo, Good Riddance, the podcast, episode four. I said four, right? Four.
1: Numero quattro.
0: Number four. Thank y'all for listening, coming in, tuning in with us, man. We appreciate it. Make sure we doing the liking and subscribing and commenting on iTunes, on Google Play uh soundcloud stitcher whatever your podcast consumption is uh make sure you subscribe subscribing, man we're coming at you every week um this week's a little bit of a weird week a little bit of an off uh putting week we should have mentioned it on our last podcast but we didn't um today for this podcast we are missing the one and only jay jay is out on vacation he's in the windy city the shy chicago so I hope y'all hit him up, let him know where he can get the best deep dish pizza he can get. But if not, I'm sure he's 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 making his way around just fine. So for today, we got a very very special person to us, Mr. Nate. Man, how you doing today, man? What up, dog? Shella?
1: I think uh, I think he ditched you, bro. I think you guys had like a falling out, like a breakup. I don't like
0: know, man. Romance over? <laughs> <laughs> if he if he did, he didn't. He sure didn't.
1: Let me know you? anything.
0: Yeah, he didn't left you with the the, the kids in the house and right. He played it well. He played it well. He's not getting half though. He ghosted you. <laughs> He's not getting half though, man. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, so we do have Jay for today, Mister Nate. I mean, he does a lot of things, man. He uh.
1: I have a lot
0: of hats. He, he wears a lot of hats. Absolutely. Um, he actually lends his space out to us to record our podcast on a weekly basis. So we do want to thank him hey, for man. that, man. Thank Tell you us a for, little bit you about yourself, out. man. Tell us a little bit. Uh, whew, I
1: mean, that's one of those questions where if you don't begin in the right place, it could go a very long time. Um, <laughs> right, right, right. In the beginning, <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> it was the heavens, and no, I'm joking. I'm joking.
1: Um, well, first of all, I guess I can mention that uh, I'm working with you guys on making this podcast, so kind um, of do a little bit of the back end work and. Kind of doing uh, what I can to guide the Thank you. guide this thing in the right direction. Hopefully, um, other than that, uh, yeah, I have a studio that I rent out. Um, that I have a bunch of different uh, podcasts and other uh, services that people can come in and and uh, record pretty much anything they want to. Mm-hmm. Um, And let's say you want to do a podcast You can go to uh, uh, com, And uh, it's called Thumbware Studios It's actually I use a a website called Peer Space Which is where you guys found me Yeah, yeah. Um, It's a great way to if you have a a space That you want to have somebody else Potentially utilize You can take pictures, post it um, And people can find you And um, you can do everything from Like you know if someone wants to throw an event Or if anyone wants Mm -hmm. to you know I noticed that Yeah there's lots of different stuff they can do Um, um, so it's a really cool way for people to get to, uh, you know, it's 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 peer-to-peer with environments, which is kind of dope.
0: Yeah, that's definitely kind of dope. I mean, so folks listening, um, if you're ever in the L.A. area, live in the L.A., Hollywood area— Feel free to hit us up We'll connect you Hit him up directly Tell him Ivory Jay sent you I'm sure he'll uh, Treat you just as well As we're being treated man I try Yeah you can
1: go to uh, Easiest way probably Is Instagram um, It's uh, Thumbware Studios So at Thumbware Studios On Instagram Okay um, Or Illuminate um, On Instagram Is mine So that's uh um, Illuma Dash under, or underscore Nate. So, um, but yeah, uh, I do lots of stuff, man. I'm a filmmaker. Um, so I have a lot of f- film and television stuff that I try to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually rent out my gear as well. So if you go to okay. um, uh, uh, what's that one? I have so many websites. Um, <laughs> I'll think of it. But yeah, so the idea being is what what we're trying to do here is um, is uh, trying to get is you know. I'm not, I don't have a lot of money, I don't have a lot of stuff, but I, what I do have, I want to collaborate with people on, so Absolutely. I, collaboration is literally my my driving force in my life, so the more people I can meet to
0: do cool stuff, the more I want to do it. Absolutely, you scratch my back and we'll scratch yours type of thing, yeah, yeah. it works out, man, it works out well, man. Um, The first thing I kind of want to spin around, I have we've let the jokes fly about this for a while now, man. Uh, This whole permit patty situation peppermint patty, peppermint patty, permit patty. Oh, my. She called the cops. If you're unfamiliar, she called the cops on an eight year old girl as she was outside selling bottled water. Um, She approaches the small girl, the eight year old girl named Justin Austin and her mom. And immediately started asking for their seller's permit, which is which is com- which is hilarious because, yeah. you know, she's eight. How much damage? can I'm she gonna eat? go around to every kid's
1: lemonade <laughs> stand and ask for permits.
0: Like, like it's like it's crazy to me. Like, I don't I don't understand what harm was she doing. It. I think what it
1: boils down to is mm-hmm. is it is the the largest sense of entitlement that. I, I, it's hard to it's hard to understand because <laughs> we're not we're not assholes, right? Right. Um, yeah. That it, mentality of I'm better than everyone around me. So if you're doing something that I even remotely dislike, then it is the is the most important thing the world should should have to deal with. Like, and I, I'm, I'm not going to deal with it, but someone yeah. else has to deal with it for me because I it is it is it is on the slightest scale of inconvenient for someone for some reason.
0: Right. It's, it should just be. Am I thirsty? Do I want to buy a water? Yeah.
1: If not, just move on. It's recreational outright, as Joe Rogan would say. <laughs> just, right. I'm, I'm going to be annoyed, and I'm going to tell everyone I can about it, and yeah. I'm going to make it a bigger, way bigger deal just because for some reason I get some sort of, like, oh, I get attention, I get response, I get, mm-hmm. like, that's all it is. It's I mean, crazy. It's, what? stupid.
0: What, what is that saying Joe Rogan would say?
1: It's I mean, called recreational outrage.
0: Recreational outrage. Yeah. It's, it's, it's outrage for the sake of. I like that. Outrage. I've never heard him say that. I've heard a few, quite a few episodes about Joe Rogan, and there's a few reasons why I, I love what he's doing, but. That's a nice way to say it. I think I'll probably use that in my day to day. Yeah, it's a good one.
1: Yeah, it's just it hits it right on the head. It's like when when you pretend to be something, like it's almost like you're wearing a jacket Mm -hmm. and it's like some sort of uniform. Like like I now have authority in some in some fashion. Yeah, when you are the most. I mean, she probably lives a shitty life, is my guess, and she's just spinning it around. And she just can't take the the she can't look in on herself and right, right. is self aware enough to be like, "I am a shitty person. I should change." Uh-huh. Instead, it's like, "Oh, there's something I should bitch about, or there's something I should complain about." Or the, so it's 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 the mom at the or it's the, the single <laughs> the single woman at the restaurant right. complaining that there's a you know there's not enough eggs in her salad. Yeah, it's it's, it's like you have bigger things in life to
0: worry about. What are you doing? As, as, uh, you would you would think they didn't have anything like they had it all made. And then come to find out Permit Patty has a business selling what is it? Edibles. Yeah, she's cute little edibles. She's without
1: unsurprisingly hypocritical.
0: Right. She's doing all this without permits of her own. Oh, of course not. And you're in, it's 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 I, there's
1: this thing that's happening recreational right now. outrage. There's this thing that's happening right now that I've that I'm it's it's grown and now it's become the point where it's I feel like it's almost encouraged.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Is is hypocrisy is okay? I don't see it. So I don't. I, I there's no inward. There's no mirror on the wall. Right, right, right. I can't see what I'm doing, and then frame that as what other people are doing as well. Right. And if there's a negative thing in culture. I don't do that right, but I know we, you were the the definition
0: of it, you know, right I mean? But how do we put that mirror in front of in front of these people? this? Just just they, this this is the, I mean, what else can you do just podcast and other people you, you talk about, it. about you, it?
1: You I mean you the, What's funny is the, the the woman who recorded her calling the cops is the mom right? It's her mom. Yeah, what happened was from what I understand is this woman didn't even complain to them she said some things about a permit or whatever asked question and then called the cops immediately. Okay. It wasn't like she said it to her or asked her to leave or hey could you tone it down or there's mm-hmm. no politeness that happened whatsoever. It was instantly I'm outraged, instantly I'm calling the authorities. Do you have a permit? No. Okay, 911 is being is being contacted as we speak. And as as there's been a lot of references to <sighs> the uh barbecue Betty or whatever she's called.
0: Oh, <laughs> like that the same thing. It's the same like, it's very similar. People Barbecuing, having a good time, listening to music—it's the others. Is is the others are doing
1: something that I, for some reason, no matter mm-hmm. how m- mundane or uh, uh, benign it is, is they are very much on the right of. Well, if I don't like it, you can't do it.
0: But like, and it, it makes me so upset inside. Like, I'm it's like, sad. I'm like, I feel like it's there's really something really fucking sad. I feel like there's something that should besets and her what's, are done and you know for a fact
1: <laughs> because you're not an asshole right but you know as, especially being African American yourself is the culture of African Americans and barbecues is everybody's fucking welcome if that lady Basically. walked up and was like hey how's it going guys hey man do you, you want some chicken like yeah. do, you, do, you, do you want a beer <laughs>
0: do you want uh, some chips yeah like they wouldn't if they if, if she it's, came up the right way one of the funny funnest times like yeah. It's I just, just don't that's, get it. That's the. Difference. I think it's hatred. I, what well, I, hatred? is hatred where it's 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 I,
1: entitlement. It's it's a lot of things. But I think the I, in my way my way of defining it all okay. is if you take someone's like let's say this this the barbecue Betty or whatever her name is. Um, if you put her in the position of of a little bit of power, mm-hmm. right? In that she is a white woman with you know probably a modest income, right? Right. She sees herself as the American dream like mm-hmm. I can you know th- this is my America, right right, right she defines it in only one term and that is her everyone else around her if they don't look like her right they don't fall in the same category so it's this whole like us versus them mentality it's tribalism it's is
0: it's sad it's like it's I think I heard Chris Rock say this he said Um, a lot of people talk about how, you know, uh, black people have came a long way. Chris Rock says, no, it's white people who came a long way because some of them are actually starting to treat black people like humans. Yeah. So you came further than we can ever dream of, you know what I mean? We still have a lot of work, but it's kind of like, like, thank you to those who see us as human beings and are just going to end. Well, it's, 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 it's crazy. Falls, it falls along the line
1: of uh, in society. If you look at the history of society, mm-hmm. progressive changes that right. have happened happened unbelievably slowly. Mm-hmm. They're usually they're usually tipped. The tipping point of them is usually some sort of like big event. Let's say, right? Um, you know, women getting the vote. It was uh, enough protests, Enough big things were happening. Right? Um, you know. Uh, I mean, the segregation of of black people and and like all this stuff happened with big events. But Mm -hmm. they they were they're building up to those. It's like a volcano. Right. You know what I mean? And it's so funny to see how many voices there are on the wrong side of history. Yeah. And the ones that are like that are propped up to be the examples of the, the the. progressive decision that was made or, or sure. the mo- mo- movement that happened, mm-hmm. all of those things seem to me is, as is, is I like to call, the illogical anchor line. Right. So it's literally the stupidity that's dragging us back and holding us back. Mm-hmm. And I see but a lot if... of that happening on a kind of a bigger scale. Um, it hasn't happened in a long time because we haven't had a whole lot of, like, cultural movements on this scale. Right. And we're having a lot of them all at once.
0: Yes. It's kind of like, like her stupidity is like a choice. It's not even. It's,
1: a, it's, a, it's literally a choice to be ignorant.
0: But there's a there's a thing called. I can't remember. If it's the, I don't have a problem with ignorance. Like
1: ignorance just means you don't know. I think it's the Dunning-Kruger effect. Have you heard of this? The Dunning? No. Dunning-Kruger effect. If I remember correctly, don't quote me on this, but I, I believe it is um, unable. You're so stupid, you're unable to understand how stupid you are okay <laughs> so it's i think it's it's kind of a big deal because people are not taught critical thinking people mm-hmm. are not taught how to um be uh, critics or be skeptical of information right um and it's evident because of facebook and all these different you know these bots and stuff that people believe information without having verifying it or knowing how to verify it properly
0: yeah yeah we just take information and just like, like use it as, it, as if it, it fall, un, Yes If, falls, explain, if, if it falls into it. our
1: culture Or our confirmation bias Then we accept it whole, wholeheartedly No questions Right If it comes even slightly askew of that We deny it wholeheartedly Until someone can take a lot of time To convince us otherwise And even then It's it's not usually the case
0: Right, right So Which this woman like, This
1: woman is literally Her whole life has been Has been You taught that You know That peop, people of color mm-hmm. Or whatever it may be Are below her Okay yeah. Culturally. So in her mind, I'm assuming, obviously I don't know, I'm not a mind reader, but my, my right. assumption is based on like this kind of type of reality is those people don't have the empathy enough to understand the position of the people that they put in a category unlike theirs. So right. So they, right. they put them in a position to be like, I'm going to downtrod you. I'm going to put you in a position of like, you are below me
0: if I want to do something I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. You don't have the same right. Right. And and it's just folks like her, man, to like to like really like, I guess, put a cap on like just what I think. And I don't want to just say her like as in well, this, she's, she's this a, white She's woman. now a
1: spokesperson for this this kind of behavior. Well, they right. both are.
0: Right. And that's only and because of their doing she came out with like some sort of like, I don't know where it was. I saw it. it was kind of late. So I didn't really like dive into it. But she was yeah. basically exposed or trying to justify what happened, sure, and trying I mean, to find some small inkling of a reason to yeah, make people it are seem defensive. Okay. They're
1: gonna, they're, they're gonna come up whatever they can to think can, to get out of the problem. Right. They're and
0: in. and the, in the entire video, like forty-five seconds, fifty seconds, it was just her to be the victim. She was yeah. just playing the victim that card. Is, like they professional. Exactly. She's a professional. They're professional. Like. Aggressors and then once the, the the heat is put on even flipped a little bit Yeah, it's it's, it's and, like and that's part of it Like it's, they waver so
1: it's, it's, it's part of it I think it's because of the and this happens through a lot of this um, I would say on the the um, conservative the um, Republican-esque uh, Side of the the country whatever that may be mm-hmm. um, I feel like they have this they play the victim a lot because they feel like the minority the majority uh, lifestyle and culture that they have, they've been privileged to. Right. They think they they are owed it. Right. Right. So if anyone infringes or infringes on infringes on that, or if they feel like that the walls are closing in on their on their space that they have, mm-hmm. that the, the culture's given them through whatever period of time. Right. Right. They will play that victim. And I think that's why we have a lot of the um, uh, of the alt right coming up and, and right, stuff, right. is because they're seeing this this window into yeah. See, we told you the whole time <laughs> they're, they're coming after us, and we aren't we aren't going to have what we had before. That is sad. That is a, that, so it's, uh, this woman is literally play, play is played to by those kind of ideas, and fear is her motive. She's yeah, afraid yeah. that these people are going to have some sort of uh, benefit that she once had, and now we'll lose. Right, right. On a big scale,
0: but it's 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 it's, it's so sad. Like it it shouldn't be a competition. It should be just an environment, like in, in, an inviting environment to be like, this is what I did to be successful, or this is how I was given, you know, the life, the culture, the the beliefs that I have. Yeah. Like, look at this blueprint. Take from it what you will, but we can all be, you know, in a place where we all feel like we're equal, no matter what backgrounds we have you know what i mean yeah i i see this i see no this is
1: i mean this kind of person let's say if we mm-hmm. want to put them uh, in, on that, in that bottle is very rare though yeah but the problem is, is is things like media they take the minority and they make it the biggest voice right right so it's called the horseshoe horseshoe effect okay. is the loudest voices are at the tips But it's the least amount of the horseshoe. Yeah. Right? So the rest of the people who are normal, everyday, you know, nice, caring, whatever you want to call them, they are quiet because they're not given a microphone. Right. So that's why when you have these talking heads on on media, it's Mm -hmm. you have one extreme perspective and another extreme perspective and the host in the middle. Right. The reason is is because that's the most – like I'm a filmmaker. The first thing you learn Mm -hmm. is conflict – is interesting, right? If I if I wrote a movie that had no conflict in it, I am wasting every minute of my life <laughs> because no no conflict means it's no one's going to want to be even right, close right. to remotely you associated. People to to choose you, won't, you won't find a person to even read past the tenth page without conflict. Mhm. So that's why 24-hour news networks exist right. is the idea was we can have a literally uh, a 24-hour conflict machine.
0: Right. So we'll find a topic, oh, who's who's on both sides? Pick those people, give them a voice. Right. It's just it's just things like this even though, you know, her situation is rare the uh, it's it's just it's Thankfully, just scary. It yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's just scary just to, because it's scary to know it exists. You, exactly. It's just it's just really scary and it's just something that, you know, an 8-year-old girl yeah. has to like now be explained by her mother exactly what happened and why the media and people that are yeah. seeing this are in outrage. She, she's she probably to, won't understand that. She's been exposed for, like, to something 5 that's
1: years. Terrible. Yeah it exists in our culture every day and eventually she'll she'll come across it at some point if she probably she may have come, like a version of it or uh maybe not right. to this degree obviously but that's that's the problem with um that you have with having such different kinds of it's just humanity different people living in different in the same space right right. you're gonna have conflict it's it's just you know like, we're talking it, about it yeah
0: it's interesting but yeah. it, it just it just like and if i take it to a bigger scale like I know she's not the only one. You know, we get it's oh, just no. it's just not all of them get broadcasted, but at the same time it's kinda at a point where it should be we should all be able to live in the same environment. Yeah. Not harm each other, but just genuinely have like some care. Yeah. For like I, my if I know?
1: could if I could define my moral my moral being, it is I care about the well-being of all humans, right? Well-being on the mental front, well-being on the physical front, well-being on the you know survival front. Mm -hmm. If you if you respect the well-being of humans, you included, Mm -hmm. then you shouldn't. There should be no problems in the world. It's a it's a a high ideal, but (laughs) all moral ideals are built like that, right? Right. Right. So my my moral compass is is the good old do unto others. Mm -hmm. I don't like getting stabbed. I'm probably not going to stab you, <laughs> right? You would think it Unless would be I that. Absolutely have to, in the worst case scenario, right? To protect my well-being because it supersedes others, but only by a small amount.
0: Right. I mean, and and it's funny you bring that up. Like, I'm not sure if you brought her to this this kid named Junior. I think it was in the Bronx, New York. Um, he was stabbed with like a machete, multiple times. Ouch. Yeah. Like, um, it was it was a case of like mistaken identity. Mm. Um one of the guys who was in a group of like four or five people um like his sister was like I guess she had sex with somebody and it got broadcasted through social media mm-hmm. so the sister was embarrassed of course the sister solicited help from her elder brother mm-hmm. him and his friends mm-hmm. get a knife and they think they know who it is the whole time they have it wrong um to judge Jerry next effect <laughs> Basically, Mob so they, they basically stab him, machete, and the, left this guy basically to die, which he eventually did. But there was a liquor store not too far away that he tried to make his, make his way to, mm-hmm. to get help. The owner of the liquor store did nothing. Did not call, not, not so much as just call the paramedics. So, you know, there's like this huge uproar going on. Right. And the liquor store owner, since that night that this happened, maybe about... Five or six nights ago,
1: mm-hmm.
0: hasn't been able to open his store up. Yeah, and neither should he. Yeah, there's the, the community at hand should well, just. Well, here's
1: here's a lot of what's happening right now, and I, and this all literally, I mean, it's been happening in the background, but it is, especially the younger younger generations right. are 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 using protest and using um, small voices in a large group. To right. bring things that were or that we find in our culture terrible and we, we bring we bring a voice to them where there was no voice before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of you know, it's it's tragic, but tragedy brings forth emotion. So if something tragic happens, enough people are feel that tragedy right. emotionally, they're going to react in some sort of like action. Right. So you look at like the um, Sarah Sanders getting kicked out of the the restaurant, mm-hmm, yeah, um, like that is people being upset who would not normally have a voice, right? Now getting to speak their piece about something they find reprehensible,
0: right? And 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 like I hate to say, you know, I hate to see such a tragedy happen yes, for like these things to like, you know. For for these good movements to happen within like our society, like within like, I feel like our it's kind of how
1: hum- humans are built. I don't know. It's but like
0: it's, it's but like we, a fifteen year old kid was stabbed with a machete. Machetes yeah. are how long? Like that long? Like
1: fifteen inches usually.
0: Yeah, which is like crazy. And then for the owner of this liquor store to like do nothing. Yeah. It shows kind of where, like, well, I, I,
1: I mean, there are empathy, moral comp. We can we can speculate on his his um, reasoning. Right. We right. can speculate on all we want. Obviously, it, it's one of the things that we, we empathy. You're putting yourself in the, the shoes of the, the liquor store owner. Right.
0: You would have helped. Yeah, I would. I would, would like to believe. I would at least have the the decency, if I, if you will, to yeah. pick up my phone and— I mean, a phone calls nothing. But
1: right. here's the thing is I don't know how much of an area of this is gang-related, right? Right. So if this liquor store owner, hypothetically—I'm just throwing devil's advocate out because this is my skepticism playing—is if this person— was in fear that some sort of retaliation would happen because he helped this. I mean, th- we have no idea what went through the liquor store owner's head. True. But what we have to th- what we have to do is we have to take things as they come with the information, the best information we have, and not make a a, a snap decision. Which is this is what this is why I love skepticism is you don't know something until you know it. And you don't know it. One hundred percent, because right. there's never going to be enough information for you to know that. So, what's the best information we have? So, if, if this liquor store owner had done the right thing, we wouldn't have been talking about him, probably, right? Right. And maybe that man would have life would have been saved, which would have been the best possible scenario, right? right? Or the best possible scenario is he wouldn't have got attacked in the first place. But right, right. But um, next best thing. The, the next best thing is he would have been survive. helped. But the yeah. thing is, is is like I said, the well-being of that store owner, mm-hmm. he may have felt that there's nothing he could do for the guy, the guy was potentially past you know being helped. Right. And what if his life is being threatened in, in his mind? Mm-hmm. I mean, that would justify his actions in some way. But it's hard, it's hard to see it's hard to see that in people, but I don't think we do it enough, right? right? I don't think we go on the side of, well, what like he did a shitty thing based on what I believe, right? But I don't know what he believes. So how do we know it was a shitty decision? We don't, but I it's mean, hard. Like it's hard, but it's 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 kind of like and there, and there's people who like if that guy came out and explained exactly why he believed what he believed, still people wouldn't either a not believe him, right? Right. Because that's 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 an answer to being put into a situation you're uncomfortable with is like, mm-hmm. well, I'm the victim now, so I'm gonna defend myself, right? Right. So there's there's a lot of things that that we as humans do. Like my, one of my one of my most interesting things that we do is. This is just me going off on a tangent, but is,
0: like, oh, yeah.
1: yeah, well, I love, I love the, um, it's, uh, sociological obedience, I think is, something, is the term or a version of it. But when we, when we're in a situation, we will look around us right. and see what other peoples are doing. And there's the whole mob mentality too, where if everyone's on this side of the line agreeing mm-hmm. together, whether I agree or not, I'm more likely to join in. So if we see a lot group of thinking, yeah, it's group think it's right. it's mob mentality. It's all those things. But what's funny is there's 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 done, they've done th- different studies and stuff. But there's a couple of them. One of them is um, if you were to walk into an elevator. Right. And everyone's facing the, away from the door.
0: <laughs>
1: almost nine <laughs> out of 10 people will turn around and face the, the, the wall with the door behind them. And not know why.
0: Is this a is this a, a study? Is mm-hmm. this it's
1: uh, a it's a it's a sociological I'm like, test. I'm gonna look this up. There's a bunch of them. Another one of my favorite ones is um, uh, Darren Brown. If any if any of you have access to Netflix, Darren Brown, he has one called The Miracle and he has The Push. Those are two great. But YouTube, okay. he's fantastic. He's a an illusionist. He's a mental magician. He's um, he's he's fantastic. He'll blow your mind. Out of your skull um, okay. but one of the things that he does is he talks about this this the ability to coerce people to do things they would never do in real life okay and one of the things that he does is he to get people that he wants to be able to fully manipulate to do these situations he puts them in right he does a test where uh, let's say you have a doctor's appointment
0: mm-hmm.
1: You go to this doctor's appointment and um, there's a few people waiting for their appointment Right. And you're given a little clipboard to fill out the information. And a, 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 a bell rings, right? In, right. In the In the little reception area. Right. And when the bell rings, the two other people stand up and then sit back down. Okay. Okay. Time goes by, right? Mm-hmm. Bell rings. They stand up Is and it sit back down. Same two people? Same two people. Okay. So you are inclined to do the same thing because you think that these people have more information than you do. So you, it's one of those okay. things where you, I, would never yeah. do, I would never do that, yet the person who's in it is, is you, right? Right. Like you. You can't deny that you could be that person. Right? Right. So this person stands up, bell rings, and then sit back down, right? Mm-hmm. Then the one person is called. So now there's only two people left, okay. and a third person comes in. Okay? <laughs> right. So now... This first person right. has been there. You are following that person's lead. Mm-hmm. Now there's a third person and you have to decide are you going to do it okay. or are you going to like <laughs> not, do, not do it. <laughs> yeah. It is one of the you, you, the you watch the strain on people's faces as they're contemplating do I stand up because this person isn't going to know what I'm doing. Right. I, I may have to explain it. That fear, that fear is crazy, right? <laughs> so but nine times out of 10, a person will stand up when right. the bell rings, mm-hmm. and the person who just entered who has no idea what's happening will look at them the same way the first, the woman, the person that came right. in after those two right. did as well. And there's people who'll even ask, like, what are we doing? I love this shit. Like, Dude, I, I just love the human magical, psychology. It's, right? it's crazy. So this is, it's, it's called, um, I want to know the term. Um, it's cultural... Um. This is where my brain sucks. Yeah, I, and I have the worst it, memory. And what are the name of those shows? The it's push called the what, Push, uh-huh. which is I'll give you a synopsis. Is Darren Brown creates an entire scenario mm-hmm. where he takes a, a person, a normal person, off the street, okay, and he gets them to push someone off of to, uh, the top of a building. Uh this is great. I'm watching this tonight. Another you know one is one? called um the Miracle. The Miracle. Okay. Yep. And it is—it's uh, basically it's more of a stage show, whereas the push is literally like a, a whole. Um, it's like it's like a prank show, but there's the the prank is getting someone to do something they would never do in real life. Okay. Right. Yeah. yeah. And having it be all of their own decision. Oh, it's shit. it's okay. monstrous. So okay. I'm gonna watch this. So tonight. this is this is like it it forces you to make yourself aware that you are not as um, like you are being hypnotized every day. Okay. You are being controlled by the, the scenarios that you are put in and the culture you're in. And so it's it's hard for people to step outside of that because unless someone takes your arm and yanks you out of your reality, right, you have no way to look at it. That's crazy. So when we see people like this woman, no one's yanked her out of reality until now.
0: Right. Now right. she's
1: like you, – you know that woman has been like, hmm, why is everyone so upset at me? I don't think I did anything wrong.
0: Now she has to. Now like she has reflect.
1: to reflect, and that's the mirror. Okay. So that's the mirror looking back, saying, "Hey, well, like we, we literally have to put the mirror in people's faces, right, and expose their stupidities, right, right, to themselves, because the denial, denial is the is is an, a, a, an amazing human trait, right? Like people will deny that they're injured." Because of adrenaline and stuff like that, they won't like no, I'm fine, I'm good, I'm good.
0: Right, right. Right? Which is which is like super like But it crazy gets you it gets you to the next step where you may be saved. It's a but human adrenaline, trait. Adrenaline, adrenaline is like is is like a real thing. And like I and I, I have a story that like directly like talks to that. In my senior year of high school, I was playing football. Mm-hmm. Um play just happens. I'm playing football on the field just like any other play. Sure. A guy falls at my feet. Like trying to like, tries to like block me, like cut block me. Mm -hmm. So I think he misses. Sure. Because I put my hands down and push him to the dirt once he dove. Yeah. And, you know, he scraped my leg. So I kind of almost felt something, but I I jerked a little bit. Like, you know, I didn't assess it. Yeah. But adrenaline kept me like, Mm -hmm. like going. I'm running, chase down the play, like dive, like help make the tackle. I get up. I'm good. Literally, timeout is called. Yeah. I like, on my way back, walking to the sideline, I guess adrenaline's coming down, like, I'm starting to feel pain. I'm like, Damn.
1: It's, it's like a slow way. I get
0: like a little limp. I <laughs> yeah. get like a little limp, mm-hmm. go back to the sideline. Coach is like, you're good, you're limping, what's going on, tell me about it. I'm like, I'm good, I, yeah. I feel all right, but yeah. got a little pain, I lay down, the medical trainer's like stretching me out, and the more it's coming out, uh, the more like it's coming down, I'm sorry, the pain is getting sharper and sharper mm-hmm. and sharper and sharper, and I'm like, I try to stand up after like I get stretched out, like I cannot stand because it's like super shooting through my leg. Yep. Um. I go to the hospital. The doctors like tell me what happened. I explain to him what happened. He take why well, he's taking the X-rays. He pulls the X-rays up, put them on the 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 light, and like there's a fracture yeah. going through my right tibia. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "So tell me again what you did." <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Well, I felt the hit. I felt something, mm-hmm. but it wasn't anything." I was like, I run about 30 yards. After and this. after this, <laughs> yeah. and he's like, he's like, this is this is kind of crazy. Cause like it's like a hairline fracture, but it goes all the way across. Almost all the way through. Yeah. Like, he's like, this could have been like a full you, break. You could have slapped and <laughs> slid them off each other. Yeah, and I would have been like, I was like, oh shit. Like this is. This yeah, adrenaline is crazy. Adrenaline's so that, crazy. Adrenaline is one of those things I have, where it's
1: like... I have a very... I have a little bit of a crazier story, not to top you, not to one-up uh, you, but... Yeah, don't,
0: don't <laughs> have, yeah, don't... Yeah. Uh,
1: but my... Uh, when I was in college, mm-hmm. um, my friends had a, a big old house, big party house, and there was a... They had a, a bonfire with you know, these huge, massive, like, keggers and shit, right? Okay. And it was this... Pit was built out of cinder blocks, right? But you could fit pallets inside, so we'd stack pallets up and burn them. Right? Yeah, so it'd be like a yeah. ten foot high fire. <laughs> um, and but I hang, I used to hang out there like you know normal days of the week, like when nothing was happening, which is the guys that lived there. I was friends right. with them, and um, I got off work one day and I'm like, hey, let's see what the boys are up to. I went out there and they had just had a small fire, right? right? Um, and it was just coals, but they were all sitting around shooting the shit, right? Yeah. I literally had my first beer. In my hands. Uh And they were talking about uh, music or listening to some music or whatever. And I was a bit of a metalhead. I still kind of am back in the day. And this is Minnesota. Right. And it's like country music. (laughs) It's like... Or pop music was the only thing anyone ever listened to. I was like kind of the you know odd man out in most scenarios. Right. But um they're like, you can't dance to metal. I'm like, there's like fifty dances that people there's mosh bed dances, whatever you want to call them. Yeah. And so I did this thing, I <laughs> uh, got up to show them what it would look like, right? <laughs> and like like I'm swinging my arms, kicking my legs out. Um and what I didn't know is obviously there's no light out there, it was just the, the embers and in, inside the fire. Yeah. But there's a center block that was off, not the circle. So it was just oh, a lone shit. center block. Yeah. And I was going backwards. Yeah. And I literally stepped on the center block, and I fell elbow to arm on my yeah. left side and my full hand and face into the coals.
0: and, oh, I, shit. and like And
1: this is like coals are like a foot deep. Yeah. And they're all hot. Yeah. <laughs> so I crazy. literally push myself out with like like push my my face away yeah bury my hand into the coals mm-hmm. to give myself something some sort of resistance to get up mm-hmm. and my elbow and my arm so i'm literally doing this and i'm getting up and as i'm almost all the way up they help me the rest of the way right right, right. and I'm like dude are you okay and i'm like i'm like brushing the the coals and stuff off my hand I'm like dude i'm fine like it was just i literally just barely was in there right and I'm yeah just doing this and i'm like i'm gonna go wash my hands so I want to walk up to the house, no big hurry. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's and I get I get to the um, the bathroom and I'm like washing my hands, and I realize that I'm washing skin off my hand. Oh fuck! Like yeah. melted skin is just laying there, and I'm yeah. like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the adrenaline as it yeah. fades, faded out, and I go oh, this hurts. <laughs> I'm like, I am like, I go to my buddy, Derek, hey, Derek, um, could you drive me to the ER real quick? It's <laughs> like, what, why, what's going on? And it, it, the, the pain got so intense that I had to have my head and my hands out the window for cold air to like, yeah, hit them, it, yeah. um, to even probably even survive without passing out. Damn. And I got to the ER and uh, they put me on morphine in, like the first round and it wasn't enough. They're like, you need more. So they gave me a second dose of morphine. I had first, second and third degree burns. I have no. There's no sign of them left at all, which is fantastic for me. Right, right. Yeah. Did you like
0: tattoo Yeah, yeah I got surprising. nothing.
1: I got no, no remnants of it at all. But what's fucked up is right is my parents showed up because my 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 homie had called them. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> he called them, and they showed up, and I don't was high as a kite. Yeah. And to this day, I truly believe they don't believe me that I was not wasted. They okay. think they think I got drunk. Uh huh. And fell into a fire, trying to jump a fire, to so do something stupid.
0: Yeah, that's
1: right. I had I had witnesses. No one, no one trusts. No one believes the story. Yeah, but it's like but adrenaline. Sober. I was, were- I was. St- do sober. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's crazy. If I had been drunk, I may have not have fallen into the fire because when you're drunk, you know, you, you, yeah. you don't, you don't do the things same things you do. Yeah. Right. Like in a car accident, you're, you're less likely to yeah, resist, you're more, you survive. Yeah. So who knows? But, um, but yeah, adrenaline and de- denial are things that happen in, in like this part of our human development.
0: So right. part of our evolution. That is, that's crazy. And then, and then you pose the question, what does that, what does that, uh, liquor store owners like yeah like, like what's his story reasoning like I just I'd be interested to hear it sure I don't know how receptive I'd be yeah like, you, I'd you, you see, have you have
1: like, your, you have your denial walls up because it's, because it's like, hard it's hard to put yourself in his shoes knowing what you know but you may not only know maybe even 30% of the story right you know what I mean it's Adam. Being skeptical is literally the hardest thing you can do, but it's the most honest to yourself thing you can do. True. So I, I promote skepticism as much as I can.
0: Yeah, I, I do too. And like you know, I'm I'm never the type to just like hear something and then be like, okay, cool. Like yeah, I don't like. You know what I mean? Like I want to I want to know more. Yeah. Like, tell me why. If it's something I don't agree with, something I do agree with, something I never heard. It's of. Hard like, to, it's hard to because we're, we're not more. trained.
1: We're not. We're not. We're not taught this. Yeah. Like yeah. when you're in school, what are you taught to do? Memorize. Right. 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 Read this book. I'm gonna question you about parts of the book. So make sure you know what's in the book. Now, how often do you get, get past that to, to, to make sure the kid read the book? Yeah. To okay, what does the book mean? Why did he make that decision? Right. What would you have done in in, in the scenario? And if, if is more than one opinion the same? Are they equal?
0: Are they okay? Are they so it's just one of those things that we don't get? Taking taught. it a step further. Steps further actually, because there's 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 like levels to it because like a lot of people think things and believe things but don't know why yeah. they think them um, or believe them. They've just been trained to like hear something for the first time it is and not, then just yeah, kind of take like it at value, It's like a magic trick. It's like it
1: literally is like a magic trick. Skepticism okay. is like being the magician, mm-hmm. right? Is is knowing how you think, right? And how people input information without putting it through any kind of skeptical filter, right? Is the magician would be like, I know how all of this is done, and I'm using that against you. So, I'm using like misdirection, I'm using all these things right. to get to you, to get you to believe something that is impossible.
0: Right. So many tactics to yeah. I don't know, man. It, it, I think it that's starting school as far as skepticism, mm-hmm. like cuz we are taught to just just read shut it, up, shut know up, it. Learn it.
1: But don't ask why it exists.
0: Right. It's <laughs> just know it, regurgitate it, yeah. be able to regurgitate it and just that's that's it <laughs> it's it's and as it's opposed one, one to of the
1: reasons why we are in the, the educational position that we're in in America is is that by itself
0: right right that's it's, the major factor in my opinion yeah i think i think i think that too i definitely do agree with that i mean we got we got we got some time, we got a ways to go yeah, you I'm know just waiting. as but a, and this is thing
1: another thing i'll say as well mm-hmm. is is something people don't know as well if you were to on a scale of 1 to 10 10 being the worst possible place a country could be in, mm-hmm. to one being the best possible place. Where do you think America sits now compared to previous years?
0: Now, um, and you said ten being the worst possible 10 being, place. We could ten be in? being
1: the worst, one being the absolute best.
0: I would say we're somewhere around midway, you know, five or six. I don't like, you know, what I mean, I think there's a lot of thing. I think there's a lot of things holding us back, sure. to get into that one, um, but. I do think there's a lot of things a lot of progression being made in order to, to push us halfway or just beyond halfway you know yeah I mean what, what about you like I if think that back to you. well
1: it's to, to going like I kind of picture like are we better than we were before and the answer to that question based on statistics mm-hmm. as a country is we're always better than we were before right Health-wise, um, lifespan, um, uh, income Health, income is yeah. not always the same because th- th- that fluctuates. It o- depends o- on where you live. But overall, yeah. like it, it's not as bad as it has been in previously. But it has been better in some scenarios. If you want to nitpick it, but as a whole, as the country is culturally, um, we've. I mean in a short amount of time we've had uh, the women vote we had segregation stop we had um, gay marriage so we've had a lot of these things happen in a short period of time right but it doesn't feel like it's a short period of time because we're humans we see things as a day-to-day operation
0: right right Right. and because you were not there scale. for it as yeah, well the macro so if scale. you're not like like if you're not there for it then it's kind of like oh that must have been that was this long ago and sure. it's kind of like not when like, I, when I when I say like, when like I say 40
1: years ago and 50 years ago they seem so close together.
0: Right. That's 10 years. Right. 10 years from now seems really far away. It's just it's so like if but if you said this stopped or this started mm-hmm. that helped the country forty years ago. Yeah. To me, in my mind, I'm yeah. like, oh man, like I wasn't. Was I'm, only, around? I'm, tw- I'm twenty-seven, yeah. so I'm like, yeah, that's it's almost inconceivable. But I it can might see as well be two hundred years ago. Right, it's yeah. it's kind of the same thing. But like once you see, you know, uh, like like gay marriage come come into play, and then you see something else good. Like um, uh, I can't think of anything, but just two things. That are within the same decade, you're yeah. like, okay, we're, we're 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 getting it right. we're, we're making that progression.
1: A, there's a, a exponential curve that happens a lot of on a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. which is like, we as humans, this is the best time to ever live ever. Right. Like right. We, There's people suffering in Africa, starving to death, but it's the best time they could possibly be alive. It doesn't happen equally for everyone across the board. That's the problem. Right, right. So when we we see when we we see news and we see these articles and we see stuff getting going viral that is like has a negative connotation about culture, Mm -hmm. is all that stuff. If you look at the macro scale, it kind of doesn't matter. Right, right. It's it's the one offs that are like. The negative detractors, right. but the, there's too many positive detractors for it, to focus on the ones and have them have, I mean, Obviously, they're important to, to, to note right. because the the more we are aware of the negative detractors, the more that we, the faster we can pull the logical anchor line closer to us.
0: Yeah, it's it's just because like sometimes like the negatives, that, like especially as of late, that's been like pointed out and highlighted and and reported about and just. Just at the forefront are things that like just like uh, pull on like the heart. You know what I mean? Just they're, they're so close to home. Like, cause yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like this whole thing with Trump and separating families at the borders mm-hmm. and keeping kids in out of fucking warehouses. It's just things that are like, like how can you take? Like, I read an article that said kids are as young as eight months old. Oh yeah. Like, like, how are these kids supposed to survive and operate? And how are these parents are supposed to be, you know what I mean, like, 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 you're not a parent, are you? No. But I mean like, just imagine not knowing if well, your child dog. is like, <laughs> just imagine not knowing if your child is like hungry or not knowing if he's uh, it's cold, tired,
1: now this, you know what I mean? This is by far one of like, it is definitely a sad mark on our culture Mm-hmm. Uh, historically and the, what i i see and this is the problem is good things will come of this we just don't see them now i believe that right I,
0: so I it, is, believe it that. is it is it is it is
1: <laughs> there's a um an oh. old saying i can't remember who sa- who said it or the exact quote but it is um, tragedy befalls the weak to benefit the 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 whole something along those right. lines so people have to die for good things to happen on a bigger scale than they normally do is kind of the gist, right? So right. the worst possible scenarios can yield the best possible result, the results. And that is just an unfortunate side effect of humanity, culture, and this, you know, ball we're spinning on.
0: It's I I believe that, but then, like, you still feel for those people. You have to. Yeah. As a human, yeah, I yeah.
1: mean— empathy is built in because once again it boils down to i don't want to have myself have anything negative happen to me but oftentimes Mm -hmm. shitty things happen to me and i grow as a person i'm better the next time around when that scenario happens or you learn from your mistakes it is it is the yin and yang of life it is the is we 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 have to go through struggles to get successes right and the the harder the struggle, the better the success in most cases, mm-hmm. right? So, at least the perspective of them is that. Is that. So, it, this fucking sucks. What we're what we're being forced to experience, experience, yeah. and we aren't the ones it's happening to. Right. But that's empathy.
0: Yeah, and it is, and like it's for me, like, like my girlfriend is from Guatemala. Mm. Like her family, they're all from. Guatemala. I have a lot of friends from Guatemala. So it's kind of like like. Like not only do I see it like as a black m- man, not only do I see it, and well, you I have
1: reverberations that, from from it happening to you and and through the your ancestry right, right. and culture. Yeah. So. so
0: so so not only do that, not only do they remind me of those like racial undertones mm-hmm. that you know black people have been subject to yep. for so long, but then to also see you know my girlfriend and you know and to think about where her parents came from and her parents' parents and how they are you know just kind of got here, it's kind of like another layer of it. Like, damn, like you know, like I wonder how my girlfriend's mom must really, really feel. Like I can ask her. She may not tell me like the extent of how she feels, but like how she really, really feels because she, you know, wasn't born here. Yeah. So, but now I'm looking at her now, like she is a super, super positive like contributor to Yeah. You know the when that's the majority you know I mean? That's literally it, the majority. It, it literally is. But the best
1: thing that tyrannical um, well tyrants do is they they scapegoat right They find they find the worst possible characteristics of a cultural group of people, whatever it may be a category and uses them as the main example right uh, for the whole so i mean it's i mean so we, <laughs> the word nazis has come up a lot more in, in like <laughs> in recent times since a certain person got elected mm-hmm. um then and and before but that's because the cultural um connection is is tyranny and people that that Use authoritarian devices and, and all these evil things you can do to people to either maintain power, um, c- control, or ego. All those things are, are – they're the worst possible aspects of humanity. Right. And then when a person embodies them that has power, right. it is – it just – it echoes to the weakest people. Yeah. Like, we, they are literally people who have traveled who knows how far. Like, people don't even fucking walk down the street to get a to get a, a thing of milk. They'll call it Uber. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And these people <laughs> are
1: walking sometimes, like, through Mexico. Right, right. Mexico's a big country. Yeah. They're not from there. They're going from another country to Mexico, through Mexico, to us. Yeah. Because, for some reason, they're driven to do it based on survival instincts. Mm-hmm to the betterment of their offspring. Right. right? It's it's if you don't see, it's hard for us to see because it's not tangible, right? Right. We're not put in that position. Although we can empathize, we we don't have the we don't have the the background or the the um the full scope of their 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 strife. Right, right. To to show yeah it's like it's hard. It's hard. And we want to, but we it's like we want to to a point. We want to know how you feel. Except for we don't want to, have to feel it personally.
0: Right. You know what I mean? Which is like the epitome of like uh double edged sword or just kind of mm-hmm. like, it, I don't know. I mean, like, I feel like everybody should like have a say. I'm not saying every single person should, you know, be able just to come across and then that's just it. But I mean, like. Like I, this, I, is, this I, is one of the things. It, it's, there's no, where do you, where do you draw the line? Like, where's yeah, the metal? Where's and the metal? And that's the
1: that's gray areas in general when it comes to culture and people are difficult, right? And they're gonna right. eb, they're gonna ebb and flow depending on who's in power and whose ideals
0: are stronger or the the voices are louder. It's just the certain somebody that's in office. He seems to not have any type of empathy, um, empathy consideration <laughs> not, for people who are not him. like him. <laughs> it's so it's kind of like it, it's it's like him. Yeah. It's, so it's, I think it's where it's like I think the as deep as it goes. Recreational outrage. Yeah. Like, I feel like he just does things for his Twitter, fun. His
1: Twitter feed is, is literally the definition.
0: <laughs> right? You want If you guys want to know what recreational outrage is, um, just— Hashtag Donald Trump. At Donald Trump. And you will read things that are just not of—you would think are not of, like, human nature.
1: But—and <laughs> this is where I always fall back to, and this is—and people don't like to hear it or they don't. They don't want to think about it, really. Mm-hmm. is Donald Trump has done an amazingly great thing for this country, and that is he's shown the darkest side of this country, right, right. So we are now aware of how much power does this one dude in this White House have? right And what happens if that guy's a lunatic? like yeah. we wouldn't we wouldn't think about that to the degree to which we are now if right. it hadn't happened. Right, and right. it also shows us, like, oh, there's still a lot of fucking racists in this country. There is. Yeah. They were there the whole time. And we just but didn't know. But now they because feel they in the empowered. Forefront. Yeah. Right? So it's almost like a surgery is kind of the best way to look at it. Okay. Is let's say so. the country has cancer, right? Right. You don't always see the symptoms, right? Right. We saw them. We were aware of them. Right. It was almost to the point where they were like corporations in like like a t- let's say the tobacco industry like yeah like they got paid to mm-hmm. get people cancer right let's say the, the Republican Party is probably the best example is because they have partnered with you know capitalist corporations mm-hmm. Democrats are not off the uh, the blame list on this but um, they have lent more to our taxes for you know lower right. taxes for companies and things like that. And what happens is, is the the cancer you, you you can't get rid of it. You can either cut it out, right, and hopefully it goes away, mm-hmm. or you have to radiate the whole goddamn thing, and it's makes you literally deathly sick, right, and kills the cancer because it's killing you. Right. So we have to kind of do something similar, and, and Donald Trump is almost like like the radiation, like. We had this cancer. It was <laughs> right, right. there's there's racism, there's bigotry, there's homophobia, there's xenophobia. Like we didn't see it until we got the X ray, right, right? And that was the that when was that was the election. Yeah. yeah. And now we're we're going through the four possibly eight years of radiation therapy. Mm-hmm. This, but the problem is is he, he's the opposite. Unfortunately, right. is he's he's showing it, but he's not helping it. He's actually making the cancer grow bigger. So right, right. he's having the opposite result of what radiation would do. Um, it's it's it just kind of like
0: it, it. sucks. I mean, I, I don't want to like, like so like, I'm glad. So for those reasons, I'm glad like Trump was like introduced to us, just so we can really like further like put a scope on like how bad things are because so okay. he just put a spotlight on it. He did, and like. You know, so he put an orange shitty for spotlight. The people, on it. <laughs> I guess for for that purpose, I mean, I guess we can commend him. I mean, it's a some well, degree. Well, the thing is, is I, I, mean, I I don't know if
1: can like I, would, I wouldn't go to that. I, I I would reword it. What I would say is, okay, is I would because he's not doing it on he's not he's not helping us on purpose,
0: mm-hmm.
1: right? That is not in his scope, and. The problem with, with like, talking about the goods and bads of things and being skeptical of things is—and is, is and seeing, like, all—as much information on the table as possible without a bias. Right. Right? The problem is, is you have empathy and you have understanding for things that you can relate to. I can't relate to his position. Like, I've never been president, right? Right, right. Um, but we've seen it done better, mm-hmm. right? I have tons and tons of problems with Obama, tons of them. Okay. But he's one of the best presidents we've had. Right. Right.
0: So, yeah, I believe there's,
1: because yeah. the, the, people are not, people are complex, right? Right. And we try to push them into a box, label it, and put that box away in our heads. Right. And when they, steer out of that box or they try like something that doesn't fit in the box that we built
0: mm-hmm.
1: well that's problematic and we dismiss it it's easier to dismiss than to make a whole new fucking box right
0: right, that's right. re
1: readjust yeah so think it. it it's hard because when people want to your your instinct your gut instinct is to go to where I know right mm-hmm. I'm gonna go to the ideas I have and I'm not gonna be afraid from them in defense of some sort of challenging idea and what happens with I think with Trump is his whole life like he's it's he has daddy issues, obviously. Um <laughs> there's that factor, which is a major factor. Yeah. Um on top of that, no one has ever told him no. Mm-hmm. Ever.
0: Doesn't seem like it.
1: I because don't think he's he already life. Yeah, because a no to him is it's either gonna do one of two things. If someone tells him no you can't do that, he goes, Oh yes, I can. Right? right. It's that, that 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 gut instinct is, no, you can't tell me what I can't do. Right. Right. And then, because I've been able to do everything I wanted to do for my whole life, so why would this be different? Right. Right. So his frame of reference is very narrow in that scope. Um, But another thing too is his—he's—he doesn't care about negative information or negative attention because to him, with the daddy issues, it's attention. It's all attention. Yeah. It's so yeah, we're we're little, we're literally living in the wake of his daddy issues,
0: right? And I and I don't want to dive into it because it's a whole. That's a whole. Talk for a whole podcast. That's Eighteen podcast. Like, I would. Yeah, that's that's a lot. Like and so like about the negative attention is like fine because of his daddy issues. Yeah. Like me growing up, like you know, I had my issues. Like mm-hmm. I grew up in a house with only my dad, so sure. it's kind of like he worked two jobs like he would literally leave the house at, like six in the morning yeah he wouldn't come back until like midnight mind mm-hmm. you I'm already I'm young I'm already sure. in bed sleep so like the time when I'm awake like I'm around other people sure doing things that people may say oh hey Look at this kid. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I'm playing sports. Like I'm trying to like be like. I mean, as we all. But you know, you're just like, trying to find who you especially are, especially yeah. better and like carve myself out, especially different than somebody mm-hmm. else may. Just for the simple fact that like the recognition, like
1: I yeah. like I kind of we, we strive we strive for it because kinda, it, it, it helps. They needed, needed it. Recognition helps to identify you. Right. Like oh, I got a good response from this activity. Mm-hmm. So the more of that I do. I, the better I will As a person will be Right And it's just it, It's it's sociological stuff again It's, it's And it's all about
0: And it's all about the spotlight You know what I mean mm-hmm. It's all about For some How people, we're casting it's, a spotlight On some things Just like If you look If you look at People that become politicians mm-hmm.
1: Almost I would say A good majority of them Are sociopaths I would I would You kind would of agree. have to be I would Same agree. thing with yeah. CEOs A yeah. lot of CEOs Are sociopaths Right Right They just channeled it In a very very lucrative way way mm-hmm. right so they don't have empathy right or allow a very small amount of it because if i empathize with you that doesn't get me to where i want to go and my goal is more important than the feelings i have about someone else's right.
0: everybody's always going to put their bottom line over yeah. you know what i mean like like it's it, they don't want to let the facts like like get in the way of a good story sure they j- like if if the fact of something you know, turns people off. They're gonna avoid it as much as possible. So they want they want to be able to, um, you know, shot again the spotlight, <laughs> put that spotlight on whatever they think is important, mm-hmm. and just shine it as hard as they can until they get there. Yeah. You know, I mean, until the bulb breaks. Until <laughs> until the bulb breaks. I mean, you look at you know, Terry Crews. Mm-hmm. He's just, you know, I think I think he's really shaken up the whole you know the Me Too movement well I you know think Cause this, this this kind of goes back to
1: the boxes in your head right he doesn't fit in a normal box you've already built
0: right yeah because he's hard to put in a box because all the talks like because I'm, I'm an am right, you should Twitter, tell me like, what we're talking about like,
1: right as a reference because right. they were like Terry Crews
0: yeah okay so yeah Terry Crews uh, today it's right it was today I think it was today. It was, it, yeah. I think it was today. Was it today? Uh yeah. Today. Okay. Yeah. So Terry Crews, he um has star of uh, many things like um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Brooklyn Nine Nine. And he was uh he's been in a ton of different things. If you don't know, it's the real big buff black bald guy
1: that is it. The Old Spice commercials where he's yeah, yeah, he's in the, in the, the Old
0: Spice <laughs> commercials. He's flexing <laughs> his pecs. That guy. That
1: guy's hilarious. That
0: guy has is funny. came out and basically announced to the world that he was um sexually assaulted, um, you know, taken by, advantage of. By an agent, of.
1: right, he was an agent of some sort? Yeah, he's yeah. An, he, was,
0: he was an agent, um, and basically just been subjected in the wrong possible ways of uh, someone's power, you know yeah. what I mean, just been taken advantage of. And well, I
1: This guy literally walked right up to him, grabbed him by the junk. I can't remember what he said. He said about it, but he literally walked up to him and like put, it, just grabbed his dick and his balls in his hands. I want, I want to be, I wanted a mental picture for people to, to listen
0: because yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It is.
1: It's not, oh, he grabbed him by the junk. Yeah. No, he grabbed like, him by the testicles and the
0: penis. Terry like, Crews is probably 6'3" 240, dude, no, he's probably 3 something. Like he's a fucking monster. He's a monster. He was grabbed by the dick and balls yeah. of some small 5'9" probably yep. Asian guy. I don't I don't know if he's Asian. I don't know. Probably, <laughs> I don't know, but some That's not speculative. I, I bet you he's some frail 5'9" yeah, guy yeah, with some a guy lot some, of some guy in some suit. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's terrible. Just trying to exercise his power. And so he's really shaking up, you know, what we see or starting to of, of what we see as um, how we view the person who would be in a position where they would be um, taken advantage of, yeah. like, sexually assaulted. I can almost
1: guarantee that that guy that grabbed him is a sociopath. Uh,
0: I would, <laughs> I, I wouldn't doubt it for one fucking second. And it's and it's and it's to the point where it's like. It's, it's kind of at the forefront now because this year alone, we've seen a lot of people be taken down because uh the things that they did. Yeah. Like, we look at people who we idolize,
1: you know. And, and on a, uh, a scale that's like, this is the judge, jury, and executioner thing again. It's, you know. People are losing their their incomes, their their statuses, their positions, mm-hmm. and they're losing them for a multitude of reasons. And the consequences seem to be somewhat the same, right? Right. right, right, no, right. no matter how intense the action. Um, I just saw this. I don't know. I can't verify it. It was just something I, I, I walk. Uh, I looked up, but you, you guys can search yourselves if you want to. But um, Maynard from Tool, I believe he had someone come out and say okay. that, uh, like, like he. Either had sex with a 17 year old, we'll get off if you want, um, okay. 17 year old, or raped a 17 year old, someone along those lines. Fuck. Yeah. Um, what, is, what you said? What Maynard, was, Maynard from Tool. M A N O R? M A Y N A R D. Oh, M A Y A R D. Just Maynard Tool, sexual assault, or something like that. Oh, man. I mean I don't know how legit this is, I mean, this is just like I said this is just something I, I came across today, but okay, this is one of the things there's like this is like probably in two thousand three or I don't know how it, it says Maynard James Keenan accused of raping a fan in two thousand yeah two thousand so um and this is the kind of thing is and this is what what Terry Cruz is kind of doing he he was at um I read this, yeah what was the um the where was he uh, being interviewed or, or not interviewed, but um, what is this?
0: Terry There's Crews uh, complete open statement, C-SPAN. What was the congressional committee? Mm, I will have to look it up. Okay, it doesn't is, matter. Um, but he
1: was doing. He yeah. was. He was brought to the. Um, was it the House? The Senate? Yeah. The so he's brought to testify about the, his his um, being assaulted, and he's working with a group. <coughs> excuse me. He's working with a group that. Um, Is pushing to create a law that will uh, keep rape rape kits for extended periods of time, like like never throw them away. Okay. Because a lot of cases that there's the people are getting assaulted or have have been, and these rape kits get lost or they get thrown away because it's like and there's a and there's also a a time limit on these. The you can only you know like with um, yeah. Samples
0: last so long. Well,
1: no, uh, with um, Weinstein his his. The reason he's in jail right now, or, or had, had to file, um, is because the person was on the they had like seven years, I think something like that. Okay. To file a grievance. Right. Um. If and if it's after that, never happened. You can't. You can't. Uh, right. File. Statue of limitations. limitation. of limitation. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. So the statute limitations law, they're trying to adjust that too to where there is none. Um, But that's a good thing because a lot of these cases will go, you know, years and years and years before someone will come forward right. out of fear or out of whatever. And um, so 2000, that's 18 years ago. Yeah. Right. So this person is in their late 30s, mm-hmm. you know, um, and that person feels compelled to come forward for whatever reasons. And the thing is, we have to go. I, I try to go skeptical again. I was like, OK. It is, it's easy to go skeptical and go the wrong way. Because mm-hmm. people think, oh, you're just skeptical, you just don't believe. But right. believing doesn't mean that, I, I think the other thing is the truth. Right. So an example would be, is like, um, you. I said that Maynard uh, was raped. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I don't believe that. That's not being skeptical, necessarily, mm-hmm. right? It's almost saying, like, that's not something he would do. That's using your bias as an opinion. Right, right. right. The skeptical thing is to do to say, hey, this may have happened, mm-hmm. right? I don't know enough information to make a, ju- a decision about it. Right? right. So this is one of those cases where I can see the possibility of him being a famous musician. Right. And this person. Right. Be either being raped. Right. Thinking she's been raped or making it up
0: yeah it's, it's it's those things I do think it's we should hard, I do think we should get rid of like the statue of limitations. has to go away um but it'd the be like one murder thing, like- right but the one thing that I do wish gets like implemented or like added are proper channels for this to happen yeah so um recently I don't know neve Schulman the creator the of uh, uh, catfish for those who don't know yeah. He was accused of sexually assaulting a woman uh, in one of his beginning seasons of Catfish, um, and recently I was reading um, that that this is untrue. Sure. Right. Um, so for that story to come out, mm-hmm. but once something like that is like associated with your name, yeah. how do you even well, come back from Chris
1: that? Hardwick just uh, lost his job at Nerdist because there was an accusation from his ex-girlfriend right. that he was sexually abusive, or, right. or, or, or abusive in some manner. And then he released the text messages saying, mm-hmm. this is what she sent to me after this. So if I was such a bad guy, like, right? right? So if I why would she come back? Well, there's there, like there's so many there's so many variables of the human psyche that we can't unravel. Mm-hmm. And the problem with this is our system think thankfully, right, uh, is based on evidence. So you can't be committed of a crime, right. You you're, you're not guilty and proven until proven so. Right. So if the evidence if there's enough evidence to, you know, show that you did something, right, right? Then you're more than likely to suffer the consequences. The problem is, is the humans don't work like that. That's a that's like one of the, the genius things of a law. And like like, if you're my defense lawyer, right, I could have killed him, right, right. But your job, even though you think I did it, is yeah, to so give me the best check. case possible, right? So, so you can make up a whole fabricated story as long as there's enough that you'll think the jury will buy it. Mm-hmm. Your that's your job. Your job is the literally. Take whatever you can, mm-hmm. deny the parts that don't help your, my story, and help me th- to prove my and innocence. It, and it's
0: the exact same way with the prosecutors, which I think is a flaw in the entire yeah. system because a prosecutor—it's the best
1: thing we've come up with. This is, this is but, why
0: human, humans are tough to to to, to lock but down. But a prosecutor will take any and every piece of evidence mm-hmm. to give you as many charges and as much time as possible. Yeah, and like you know, I heard this from another. Uh, 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 Another 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 gentleman, I can't remember his name right now. Um, but he's like a prevalent guy that deals with like um, uh, like gang violence and sure. he just studies the whole thing and mm-hmm. just how um, how gangs are viewed. Sure. What gangs are like stuff oh, his name is Alex Alonzo. Um sorry about that. Sorry about that. Um That's but the, yeah. lawyer. the lawyer's calling He said, Don't talk about me, bro. <laughs> right. So <laughs> So he basically just says that, you know, which I, which I think is crazy. Like, these prosecutors do this, and, like, they just go to their cocktail parties and just hang out with one another and say, hey, yeah, you did what? I just got a guy on the hook for 100 years. Yeah. And, and, and it's just a flaw you, within the whole thing. Well, yeah. the,
1: the idea, it's almost like we've kind of built this whole, like, it's once again, it's us versus them. It's the it's the right. prosecutor versus defense, right? Yeah, it's right. the, you know, we, we are so built in this dichotomy of, like, it's either one or the other. But— with with that at the core of it is something that is either true or untrue right right there's no gray area with truth right mm-hmm. our perception of it mm-hmm. our understanding of it our ability to to reach it is not yeah is not something that you can you can do necessarily so what uh what often happens is you have uh, you have people that don't necessarily um, Share the the ideas of another person So you're, you're The easiest thing you can do is to take that Take that idea and push it um, You know if you're With your own confirmation bias So you push it to the point where I'm trying to convince the other person that I'm The right one and he's doing the same thing So what often Happens is you, you Put yourself in this Category of like only you're on, you're on that side of the fence, I'm on this side of the fence and we'll never be able to Cross over Right, right So you have to have – this is why, you know, this is why the law is set up the way it is, imperfect as it may be. It's presenting a group of unbiased, hopefully, people, two sets of competing arguments. Mm -hmm. And whoever has the most convincing wins the day. And once again, one of the reasons I think it's faulty Mm -hmm. is because people are not taught to be skeptical. Like I sat on a jury once and it was a – um like a learning curve right, right 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 um it was for um it was a very unique case of this woman who um was has been uh, I can't remember the name of it but basically our job as the jury was to listen to both the the, the prosecutor and the defense and it wasn't a criminal case right and criminal cases are where you have juries okay. so i was on a case i was a juror on a case that doesn't have juries the reason being is we were the she was under I'm carrying the term, but basically the state wasn't was had her basically was was her caretaker. Okay. Right? She was in the she was in the custody of the state. Okay. She was mentally disturbed by all accounts. Um and she had been in, in this facility for a long time and she wanted her freedom. So she is allowed to have a defense attorney. She's allowed to have someone on her behalf um get herself to be able to live on her own with no um, restrictions on her, for, on her rights. Okay. So our job as a juror was to determine whether or not this, the state has enough evidence to show that she is not capable of uh, defending for herself, feeding herself, uh, medicating herself, or housing herself. Okay. So she okay. she was to diagnosed schizophrenic and all these things, so um, we had to sit on this jury and they literally like, okay, you can't use your own biases and there was people on the on the, the jury who had like very empathetic people and most most often this is not a um, a gender based statement but it's uh, or it is a gender based statement but it's not based on it's based on facts um, you can look up social but women seem, tend to be more empathetic right. than men because they have the, the the nurturing, the nurturing, nurturing tendencies, tendencies. Yeah. Um, so they often are more empathetic to. And this one, this is a woman, right? So she's right. more empathetic because she can see herself in that person's shoes more than I can see myself in that person's shoes because she's a woman, right? right. right. Yeah. So we, uh, me being a skeptical and analytical and practical and logical person that I I try to be. Um, on the jury, we once we heard all the evidence from both sides, mm-hmm. um, including a story of how she had come to the court uh, previously and escaped. And she was on her own for like six weeks, ended up in Cedar cyanide, like in terrible condition. Oh, sure. um, so it was obvious by most of us that, and by her own account, she had done this, right? right. But she thought that she had, um, she believes that her job every day in the morning
0: mm-hmm.
1: is to get up and wake up everyone in, in the city or in the, I don't know, the city or the, the the country or the state or whatever, and wake them up to get them so that they're not late for work. In her mind, she does right. this every single day, right? right? So she's just not in a healthy place and not in a place to care for herself, she had to take medicine and all the stuff because to, to, she's diabetic and all these other things. Okay. Um, but she ended up, um, like, according to her, she, uh, she got money from some guy and they were going to a hotel, but the place didn't take cash. So he ended up leaving her and not – she didn't get the – so she might have – something terrible could have happened to her, right? Right, right. So we're listening to all this evidence. We go in the jury room, and they they pick a, a head juror, and is the only guy in there who had been on a, a criminal case and had been a juror before. So he was mm-hmm. the head juror. OK. And we went around the table, and we discuss what we think so far of the case. And then we decide on um, – based on the the, the law, mm-hmm. based on what we are instructed to do as jurors, right. and based on the information that was testified to, is we had to come up with the best – or the, we had to either be for 100% or against, right? 100%. So okay. it was, um, but there was no hung jury. So we all decided unanimously after a good amount of time actually that we actually had to come back a second day because we took so long okay which sucked yeah. but um <laughs> but it was interesting so um we, we had to basically determine that that based on the evidence that we were pro- given and nothing else right like we we can we have our feelings but our feelings aren't evidence yeah right so we feel bad for her having to have her rights taken away right but it was proven to us beyond a reasonable doubt which is a very important key element mm-hmm. is no one had at the end of the 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 the, the juror deliberation had any reasonable doubts And if we could take the time to do this with every major decision, with every single person, on the scale that they deserve, this would be a much better place. Absolutely. Absolutely. But if we could take those things, the skeptical, analytical, and practical approach Mm -hmm. to situations, as much as possible we would have less jumping to conclusions we would have less you know um people being you know put in positions where it's unfair that they're in positions with based on the truth not people's opinion of the truth right so that was a long rant but that's yeah, that
0: that it, it makes sense i mean it it it, it just kind of ties it all into to like like where we are yeah as far as everything goes i mean I don't know, man. What's the time stamp? Where are we at? Uh, we're getting close. We got an hour sixteen, so hour right, sixteen yeah. minutes. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think we had a a good conversation here today, man. I tried. Yeah, I mean, it was great. <laughs> it was great. I'm no Jay. I, uh, <laughs> it was great, Jay. You got some competition, man. Wait till you get back, man. We gonna talk. <laughs> but yeah, um, the what last thing. What up, Jay? How wanna, you doing, brother? <laughs> the last thing I want to end with, man, is bring uh, me back some pizza. I, me too, man. Me too. Uh, last thing I want to end with, man, is uh, the NBA Awards was last night. I'm a big sports guy. I mean— um, I admittedly am not. Especially the NBA. NBA is probably the—like, that and tennis,
1: I'm like the worst with. I don't know right. anything about any <laughs>
0: it's, it's crazy because they, they just announced the MVP, the Rookie of the Year, Defensive Player of the Year. I got a couple problems with the people who won, man. Um, and I'm not going to go through all of them. Just a couple. How can Rudy Gobert be the Defensive Player of the Year? He played— I don't even know how many games he played. He probably only played, like, 70% of the season. Wow. When you get Anthony Davis, who plays about 95% of it, is equally as impactful on defense. It's.
1: it's Let me ask a question. Who makes these decisions?
0: Uh, these decisions are made by... Uh, it's like a committee? Peers. His peers. They're peers. Oh, they're voting. like a... It's yeah. A, how...
1: How... Um, what's the best word. How... Fair is this vote? Is um, it like everyone gets one vote, or I think so. I okay, think everyone. Is everyone it, gets it, one vote. Is, is it based on the entire um NBA? Like every player gets to vote?
0: Right. No, I don't think every player gets a vote. I think some players get to vote. Interesting. Like so, it's not. It's not every player. I don't. So I don't they, think they it's take. They, it's only taking a poll. Right. It's like a poll. So, so it's, a, yeah. it's
1: a at random poll of a certain yeah. percentage of people. Yeah, I mean, well, if it's an honest poll, then there's not much you can argue with.
0: (laughs) You may not agree, but (laughs) I just, I just don't agree with it. I mean, I just think, I just think, I just think this dude Anthony Davis is like just as impactful, if not more. um, I just think it's kind of a sympathy thing. Oh, because like because Gobert, to be honest, like he is like in the running like every single year. He just hasn't gotten it. So it's kind of like it was I think I feel like it was kind of one so of those So a pity like, vote. I don't want to say pity cuz he's an NBA player, he's in the yeah. kind of, yeah. NBA. So I think it was one of those things
1: like a pity a pity in the frame of the the question, yeah.
0: Kind of, yeah. So I think it's one of those things It's like you've been here multiple times you have you,
1: you come close to earning it, so you've earned it by coming close.
0: Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of like back when Jordan was like in his heyday, yeah. he would like literally like when he was at his peak, he should have won MVP every sure. single year. But they can't do that every
1: single year. Yeah,
0: so they got to kind of mix it up. Yeah, you know, it's, it's, or it's one rigged those things. or whatever. Yeah, yeah it's kind of one of those things. Like, but if you look at statistically, like the eyeball test, it should have been Jordan all those years, sure. but they had to throw in Karl Malone, and mm-hmm. you know, Karl Malone was a great player. Well, but I will say
1: at the end of the day, and this is just once again my skeptical hat is, yeah. this is brought to you by the people who want you to watch it. So true. What well, was it bummer we were talking about earlier? Conflict. Yeah,
0: yeah. Conflict.
1: <laughs> conflict Sorry, is interesting. Not. So yeah. if you it, you're bringing this up because it's conflicting in your brain,
0: right? <laughs> so, so if
1: they if they do things that are controversial Mm -hmm. oh this is a controversial pick well yeah who's talking about the nba hashtag nba gets
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) so that's just me i can do this all day long with everything that's that that was my biggest gripe with the awards but everything else man i like even though i don't agree with it all like i can see where and why they happen
1: yeah so i won't i won't
0: i won't won't you
1: know who you know who i root now you know who i (laughs) root for in every nba game and I've never, I've never had it. i never had them lose once. Who? The refs.
0: <laughs> the refs win. Stupid.
1: I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah. A terrible joke. It's,
0: a, it's all good. <laughs> it's all good. Well, thank y'all. Episode four, man. Hey, band. I don't think I mentioned. Go ahead to Instagram. Follow us at the Good Riddance Pod. Good yeah. Riddance Pod. Man, subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. SoundCloud, leave a comment. Let us know what we could do better. Let us know what we're doing excellent. We definitely appreciate your feedback, man. Um, thank you, Vic. Man, or uh, Vic, (laughs) Nate. I was I was reading my I was reading some notes I had here. Thank you, Nate, for yeah. Vic, Vic couldn't make it either. (laughs) Thank you, thank you. Hey, man, it's been a pleasure. Julio, man, we miss you. We need you back. We want you back. Um, anything before we bounce out, man? Um. I mean, I,
1: I have a podcast, too, that I do. I yeah. just don't do it enough. I actually have two. One I haven't started yet and one I'm doing. Okay. Um, I'm a filmmaker, like I said, so I have a, a, a podcast called Pulling Focus. Okay. I have about five episodes. Um, I kind of built the studio to be able to do my podcast, and then I got too busy doing other people's podcasts to kind of focus on my own, okay. which just kind of a side effect that I didn't see coming. Um, many, yeah. That happens. But um, that's kind of like a fun little side project. Um, I have a second one, which is called, um, which is hopefully going to be out when, if I ever get time to do it mm-hmm. um but that one i, I want to give more attention to it's called the church of common sense um you can the, the to... church of common sense okay um if you haven't got the idea of uh yeah <laughs> on this podcast but that's it's kind of like what i've kind of done today is literally what we'll kind of uh, on the verge of doing uh with that podcast right um and then i have uh if you want to follow me at illuminate so it's i-l-l-u-m-i underscore nate um you can follow me there. Also, uh, Thumbware Studios. You can do it at Thumbware Studios and com. I'm going to make sure I do that. I don't think i have done
0: yeah. that.
1: Yeah. Um, I also produce a set another podcast. So I work on this podcast, and I also produce another one called Confessions on the Fly. Okay. Um, a really cool, fun podcast. Uh, really, really funny. Um, it's to, um Uh, what do you call them? Um, Flight attendants. And they talk about all the crazy shit that goes on in planes. Um, And also they talk about their lives and stuff and they they try to educate people um, on that world. And also um, they are ridiculously raunchy, uh, in a <laughs> really really funny way. Um, right. So I have a blast with those guys. So you can go to atconfessionsonthefly.com or uh, at fly ConfessionsOnTheFly or um, confessionsonthefly.com for right. those guys. And then, I mean, I got a, a lot of products all day long. I have a film I'm working on right now. Um, uh, It's a feature film project, my first one, so it's really, really intense. Um, So uh, you can go to forestforthetreesmovie.com and then at forestforthetreesmovie. Um, Yeah, that's kind of – I mean I can go for days on all the crap that I'm doing. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. But, yeah, if you want to – if you like podcasts, if you want to do one, um, I mean I over here is a great example of – People wanting to do it and, and actually making it happen. Right. Um, I am I, I've helped him as much as I possibly can to get his off the ground. Um, so I'm definitely willing to help other people do that as well. Um, I you know I like collaborating. So if you want to collaborate, do something cool, create, man. I think I think the the way out of this um, depressing is me maybe time is is art. Like yeah. art is the art is going to be the the way that we survive this. You
0: know what I mean? Yeah, I would agree. So I would definitely agree. I mean, but yeah. Th- so, again, thank you. For, yeah, man, I appreciate uh, it. It's uh, been fun. Contributing your time um, to the Good Riddles podcast. Well, you're going to be here anyway. Um, I just have yeah. be- not <laughs> I'll be I'll be here. We'll be back <laughs> next week for episode five. Um, It was fun, man. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, No, I had a blast. Absolutely, man. Peace All right. Brother. Boom,
1: boom. Peace.